Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan. It's time for the Bob Pompiani Show, an in-depth look at local sports with KDKA-TV's own Bob Pompiani. Brought to you by PNC Bank, Number 1 Cochran, Ireland Contracting, Shenderovich, Shenderovich, and Fishman. The Bob Pompiani Show on Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan. And a big thank you to our sponsors at PNC Bank, Number 1 Cochran, Shenderovich, Shenderovich, and Fishman, and Ireland Contracting, Bob Pompiani. Here taking your calls, but before you get to me, you got to get to Kale Berger, who's taking over for Nate the Great Haluschek. So Kale will be back in the driver's seat. Hello, Kale. How are you today? I'm good, Bob. How are you? I'm good. Yeah, so far so good. You know, just looking to kick a lot of topics around, which we have in the first hour, and we'll continue to do that. Our show is brought to you by, as I said, the good people of PNC Bank and Number One Cochran. You can follow us on Twitter at 937thefan.com. It's driven by Jim Shorky Kia in Wexford, North Huntington, and Uniontown. Pittsburgh's number one Kia dealer. Visit ShorkyKia.com. And you can visit the Edgar Snyder & Associates fan text line. Edgar Snyder & Associates reminds you to text responsibly. So we've gotten into a lot of the uh, discussion here with regard to uh, ben Roethlisberger and Art Rooney doubling down and coming out and saying, absolutely, we believe he has uh, what it takes to get us to where we need to go. A lot of people have doubted that. But again, uh, his uh, my take always has been his arm should be better next coming year than it was this past year, having been two years removed from the surgery he had, which was a major surgery. And if anything, he proved to me that that arm is going to hold up. It may not have in the second half of the season, but I think beyond that, it was more strategy, philosophy, and bad decision-making on his part that resulted in seven uh, touchdowns or ten, or ten interceptions uh, in the last seven games for them in the playoff game against Cleveland. That simply cannot happen. That team was not ready to play that day. And that's been a criticism of uh, Mike Tomlin and his staff over the last several postseason appearances. That's got to change. When you get there, especially the way they did after an 11-0, you expect it to be a win in that first game against the Cleveland Browns. But Roethlisberger will be back unless something falls through with this contract, which is yet to be hammered out, but it will in time. I think the Steelers are going to make a concerted effort to go heavy with offensive line in this upcoming draft. I think you're going to see them add a run game, a running back. You know, depending on you, look, these, these mock drafts are crazy because they change every single day. Some have people trading up, the Steelers moving into the 13th position to take Mac Jones. I hope that does not happen. Uh, I don't think that's the way to go. I don't. Uh, I also think you can see them potentially getting a running back if it's Najee Harris, but some mock drafts have him going in the top 10. 
Others don't. I think he'll be available, actually, to them if they want him in the first round. But do you go offensive line? Do you go running back? I think most of the decisions that are going to be made are going to be made for the offense. They also have an opportunity to bring in some veterans who will be released because of salary cap issues, and they could add to their team that way. So there's a lot, and this is maybe the most important offseason for Kevin Colbert and Mike Tomlin. It will be interesting to see if they get extensions. Uh, Colbert's going one year to one year, and that's fine. Um, Tomlin, however, if you don't sign him now, you could be in a situation where if he has a good year and if he goes someplace else, he'll have that opportunity. So that won't be announced until later in the season. But as far as Roethlisberger, Bob Labriola of uh, Steelers.com spoke with Art Rooney yesterday. These are some of the quotes. Rooney said, Ben wants to come back and leave on a high note. We're still confident he has the ability to do that. His arm, I would say, again, quoting, is as strong or almost as strong as ever. So he's certainly capable of getting job done. And again, I think that Steelers would have looked at their medical staff and, and gotten that reassurance that the surgery went well, this arm should be better, and you know we'll see where it goes from there. Uh, they brought in Dwayne Haskins. They have Mason Rudolph. I think if Rudolph has imp- had impressed them to the point where they would have believed that he could take this team and run with it, they may have made a different decision. I still think Mason could be effective, but I don't know at, to what level. Uh, that's going to be a very difficult thing uh, you know, for them to figure out uh, because he's not going to get a lot of playing time. And so at the end of next year, he'll be a free agent, and then you have to figure out what's next after one more year of Ben Roethlisberger. Anyway, 412-928-9370 is the number. Talking about the Penguins and their most recent loss, uh, it was 5-2 to two at the Capitals. The game was closer than that. Tom Wilson had a very big uh, mark on that game, not only with a hit that knocked Mark Jankowski down, but also with a game-winning goal after Chris Letang had his stick broken uh, and couldn't get another one. I've always wondered about, you know, and we see this happen a lot, and it certainly wasn't Letang's fault. It was shattered with a, um, trying to block a s- slap shot, but I always thought... If you're in that situation, the Penguin bench, I think, was closer to them than it wasn't. He could have made a beeline and got a new stick from the bench and abandoned his team for 10 seconds, okay? The result by not doing it was he was on the ice for an awful long time. He couldn't get a new stick from the bench. He didn't get one from a forward, and as a result, it was Tom Wilson who goes to the net, stands there, and there's not much Latang can do without a stick. So I thought... And I don't understand why players don't do that more often. To me, that's the way I would do it. I would absolutely go straight to the bench, take my chances that my team could hang on for 10 seconds while I get a new stick. But it didn't happen, and that would turn out to be the game-winning goal. Then, Latang trying to receive a pass and take a shot has another stick crack, and it's uh, Carl Haglund against an empty net goal. But the Penguins have been playing better generally. They tough suffered a loss uh, the other day with Jason Zucker who is out longer term, and who knows, the sounds of it, may he may miss the rest of the season. Sullivan said he's hopeful that won't happen, but they got to find somebody else on that second line. So who would you put there? Hopefully, when Jarrett McCann gets back, he needs to be better. He's a guy who could play top six. They had Aston Reese there. That's not ideal. Brandon Tanev can do it. The Penguins have a problem with their fourth line, which is not very good right now. They've been using a lot of people, and it's not been productive. It was for the first game of the year in Philadelphia ever since then. Not so much. Power play, they went back to the same problems, which are passing up good shooting opportunities so that they can look for the perfect pass. And when you do that, normally that means you're not going to score. 
You know, the Penguins have a very difficult schedule. They'll be in the Islanders tonight. That's a 7 o'clock start. They have two games over the weekend there, and then three games next week all at home against the Philadelphia Flyers. And like I said in my update, it's time that Tom Wolf and people lift some of these restrictions, at least lessen them, make it possible for fans to go to games. There's no reason not to right now. You wear your mask. You do what's required of you. You can do it safely. Let's go and get that done. After the Flyers, they have a game against the Rangers. That'll be a back-to-back situation with the Flyers on a Saturday, the Rangers on Sunday, March 7th. So that, if you look at the math, is six games in nine days. It's 14 over 23, and they got to figure out what to do without Jason Zucker. And I'm going to be interested to find out how Ron Hextall, now with Chris Pryor alongside, which is something that should not be a surprise. I want to know what he thinks about watching that game the other night and see Hextall or uh, Wilson do what he did uh, to Jankowski, just the way Wilson plays in general. I'm of the belief, because he's become a pretty good player now, that he's, he's uh, able to get away with more because he's a good player. He's not looked at as a, quote, goon. He's a player. He's a top six player. And when you, uh, you know, have the ability to score big goals, you do get away with a little bit more. I mean, the guy's been suspended multiple times, and that hit on Jankowski I thought could have been uh, – it was late. It wasn't a headshot. So, you know, if you go back in time 10, 12 years ago, that would have been just looked at as a nice check. But it was late, and they made a, uh, an effort to try to eliminate late hits because Jankowski certainly had no idea it was coming. Although with him on the ice, you should have. Cody Cece tried to get back at him, knocked him down, which was good. But generally, that kind of player is unique in the NHL these days. There are not many of them. And so you have to make sure that when you get a chance, you gotta you got to be – physical with them, but who can do that? You know, they brought in Ryan Reeves. I talked about this in the first hour, and Mike Sullivan didn't want to play Ryan Reeves. I thought that was a mistake. I thought it was a mistake not playing Ian Cole. Uh, And for whatever reason, he fell out of favor with Sullivan. Those are two guys I'd still like to have on my team if I could. 412-928-9370 is the number to call. Another thing that I haven't talked about but I'd like to is Tiger Woods, who is rehabbing now at Caesar Sinai Hospital in L.A. That's not the same hospital he was in for his surgeries after that crash. Um, they've eliminated, you know, any sort of uh, alcohol, uh, drugs, whatever. You know, I'm waiting to hear exactly what happened, but... I think a logical conclusion is he could have fallen asleep at the wheel because there were no skid marks or track marks. He just went at a high rate of speed off a very windy road. And that's a bad thing for golf for sure. I I wish him the best. He's had a lot of problems. A lot of them have been self-inflicted problems. But, you know, he was anxious to come back. He just endured a fifth back surgery. And he was hoping to get back for the Masters. Regardless of your feelings for Tiger Woods with off the course stuff, I mean, he is so important to golf. Uh, And when he's in the field, he makes a big difference. He has raised the awareness around golf. He has resulted in much more sponsor money, therefore winnings for other players. He's changed the culture of golf when it comes to physicality. You know, I saw a picture recently where I had a picture of uh, uh, Rory McIlroy and... um, Brooks Kepka, they were both had bananas. They were eating bananas side by side with a picture of Jack Nicklaus and somebody else smoking cigar, uh, cigarettes as they were playing. So the physical conditioning of players definitely has been a result of Tiger Woods and his impact there. 
All right, we have Perry Rotolo on Twitter, and you can hit me up at KD Pomp. As I go to break, he says this, does McCann play tonight on the second line with Malkin and uh, the line of Bluger, Tanev, Zar stays intact? Well, I don't think McCann's going to play tonight. Is he ready? I don't think he was. He was just skating on his own the other day. He will be ready at some point, but I'm not sure if it's going to be tonight. Bill in New Stanton joins us at 412-928-9370. What's up, Bill? How are you? Yeah, hi, Bob. How you doing? Good, and you? Uh, good. I want to echo that uh, previous caller. I'm talking to the royalty of uh, Pittsburgh sports. Okay. <laughs> I'm very, I'm, I'm very honored you think that. But listen, I just try to do what I do, and there's, there's a lot of good people in this business. I'm just trying to do my job. That's all. But thank and you. And when for I called that, the I last time, uh, I thought you were right up there with Francesca as well. But anyhow, I'm done patronizing you. Uh, as far as this new contract that the Pirates have. Uh, with the fan. Mm-hmm. Do you know any of the details? In other words, was there anything in there that the Pirates have to improve? Is it reciprocal or is it just a standard baseball contract like we've had for Ions? I don't know the details. I just saw it come out like you did the other day. And um, it's good because, I mean, 93.7 The Fan, a lot of what we do is based on actual game action. And it's great to have the Pirates on. I just wish that they were more competitive because if that happens, then all of a sudden the interest not only in the broadcast goes up, but in the ancillary programs, pregame, postgame, people are invested. Uh, but no, Bill, I don't know the details. I would suspect that it is you know, your standard, whatever the price was, I, I don't know the details of that either. In other words, I don't know, I think I've been through this with you before, like uh, the Yankees get, come here, the, uh, you know, the, the, the Pirates don't get any share of that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Everything's run reciprocal. It's been that way forever. And you don't think the fan gave the Pirates any incentive to improve, in other words, based on the, the contract? Or, well, know, I'm sure. Obviously I not. don't know. So I'm guessing the Pirates may have, maybe they said, you know what, if we do get better, maybe you're going to have to spend more. I don't know. I don't know. But, there, you know, I think the expectation, if you're the 93-7, the fan, is that the Pirates need to get better. Because if that happens, ratings get better. Ratings get better, you can charge advertisers more money. It it's all works hand in hand. So hopefully that'll be the case. But I don't look for it happening this year, Bill, to be honest. I mean, I, this is a complete rebuild. They're going to have a lot of young people playing, which is fine. But at some point, they're going to be accountable to how they do uh, with money spent on not only their own people, but other people. Longer-term contracts, spend more money. They haven't done it. They haven't shown a willingness to do it. They need to start doing it. Thanks, Bill. Appreciate the call at 412-928-9370. Got more coming up. Want to remind you once again, uh, our show is sponsored by the good people of PNC Bank. Make today the day. Number one, Cochrane, Go one better. Also, Ireland Contracting. Visit IrelandContracting.com. They're the title sponsor of the sports call every night, 1035 on Pittsburgh CW and Shenderovich, Shenderovich and Fishman. Got about 45 minutes more to go. If you'd like to talk about the Roethlisberger situation, what the Steelers do in free agency and the draft, the Penguins with this tough road, all these games in very few days, we'll get into that. We'll also talk about basketball transfer rule and whether or not you think it's good because we're seeing more of it. Maybe good for the player. How does it affect the coach? 412-928-9370. This is the Bob Pompiani Show, Sports Radio, 93.7 The Fan. All right, welcome back as we continue rolling along. The Penguins in a situation tonight where they're at the Islanders. And the Islanders are one of those teams, boy, you know, they're going to play it tight to the vest. you got to make sure you're good that way and take advantage of all your opportunities. 
And if you do that, you should be successful. The Penguins have had success about them. There's no question about that. Um, can they do it again as this continues? Certainly hope so. Um, because it's first of two and then three against Philadelphia coming up. 412-928-9370 is the number to call. And if you have anything you'd like to talk about, this is your place to sound off. As we continue up until 1 o'clock today, let's go to um, Ron in El Paso, Texas. Hey, Ron, what's going on? Hey, Bob, it's great to talk to you. How's everything in Texas these days? Back to normal, I hope? Hey, nice and sunny, yeah. El Paso, we're in the part of the state that didn't have any of those big uh, power problems, so we're proud of our administrators over here. And it's uh, 70 degrees today, so we're excited. What's on your mind, Ron? Hey, listen, I've got a topic that uh, I think Ben and the Steelers need to agree on before he comes back, and it's got nothing to do with money. Here's my thinking. When you've got the ball third and fourth, third or fourth and one, whether it's midfield or on the goal line, you've got to be under center at least 75 to 80% of the time. And my thinking here is if you're under center, the first thing that the has to do is check off whether you're going to do that quarterback sneak or not. And that gives you a split second that we know in football is a huge amount of time. So, like, when we in that Washington game, we had those seven or eight plays from the one-yard line. We were only under center one time. So the defense doesn't have to worry about that. So I think that Ben and the Steelers need to agree that, hey, I'm going to run quarterback sneaks or, or, you know, if I'm telling you I can't because of my body or whatever, I understand that you might put one of the backup quarterbacks in with a package that might. And then I think you have to run that sneak at least every two or three plays just so defenses know that you're not just bluffing. What do you think no, of that? I totally agree. I mean, I, I, especially in short yardage situation, it's the easiest thing to do. Uh, and quite frankly, what they need to do is get under center more than maybe he wants. Uh, but also, right. the only way play action works, you got to have some semblance of a run game. And if you don't do it, it's right. not going to work. You can try it. It doesn't work. Um, so I, I think that's going to be their focus. I really do. And I and, they have to do better. They did, you know, the strange thing about this whole season, to be honest with you, is the fact that they did well in the first five games, rushing the football, right, Ron? They had they five 100 yard individual rushers, and the success was Absolutely. there. It helped them in the pass game. Well, you know, I think the break the breakdown there, though, became our offensive coordinator. Uh, other defenses were laughing at us. They were saying they could call our plays out. And that's why Ben had to start drawing them in the dirt, was the quote. Yeah, well, that was a little embellished, I think. But the bottom line was, you're right. I think Randy Feekner got a little stale with the play calling. Maybe he felt that Matt Canada was more of a, a, you know, a threat to his job security. Who knows? But the bottom line is they decided to move on from Randy, and now it's Matt's job. We will see what happens with that. But, um, you know, if I know anything about Matt Canada, is he, he's pretty creative with run plays and misdirection plays and things that I think can help in general. Right. They got away from that. They started to, and they got away from it. And again, nobody knows the specific reason why, but you're led to, you know, come to your own conclusion. But it did not work. It made them one-dimensional, extremely one-dimensional, uh, and a team that right. wasn't going to go down the field as much as they needed to. Well... You know, the thing, I'm very optimistic about it. I think we're going to have a great offensive coordinator. I think our offensive line is going to get powered up. We're going to be back going back to Steeler, running the, the ball. And I think go Super Bowl Steelers next year. <laughs> I 
I, that may be a bit much. I'm not, I'm not going that far. Um, but Ron, I appreciate your optimism. Thank you for calling the show today from El Paso, Texas. I, I think they, they want to just be in the mix so they can get a chance. And, you know, the thing their failings have been not enough postseason, and when they get there, they flounder. This goes all the way back to, you know, three wins in 10 years, and two of those three were kind of gifted to them. That's not good enough. Um, and, and you had a quarterback like Roethlisberger for the better part of a decade, but they're in position. You know, that's kind of how they want to do it. They want to get in position. Now, can it happen this year with, the, you know, the Browns, the Ravens? I think one thing about the Browns, they seem to be trending up, and they should. Uh, I think they're going to be a tough out for a lot of teams. I think the Ravens, I think the league caught up to Lamar Jackson a little bit in year two for him as a starter. And I think you're going to see even more of that going on. In other words, making it more of an emphasis to throw the ball than letting him run. Although it's easier said than done. He has such elusive ability. Uh, As far as the Bengals, who knows? They need a lot of things. Mostly they need Joe Burrow to be healthy. That was a big, big surgery he underwent. I'm not sure. And I showed a lot of good things. But even with him healthy in there, they need a lot more. So I think the Bengals are still a couple of years away from being where they need to be. 412-928-9370. Let's go to the counselor. Hey, counselor. How are you today? Hey, Bob. How are you? Fine. What's thanks. going on? Uh, listen, uh, my just comment is this, is regarding the Steelers draft and in relation to how they re, uh, how do you want to kind of reconstruct their offense. In my opinion, if Najee Harris is there at 24, you take Najee Harris. And, you know, I realize there are tackles there that are probably 10-year-type tackles, and you're probably going to get a second ability to get a second contract. But the one that they're projecting for the Steelers right now is Mayfield out of Michigan. He's really a right tackle. Um, not that he can't be do- decent and learn left tackle, but I think Harris would be a no-learn situation. You could plug him in, and when Derek Watt, hopefully, while you got him, you've got a good running game from the standpoint you have somebody you can carry it 20 to 25 times a game. You don't have to take him out on third downs. And pretty much he's on all position, and he's big enough and strong enough that you're not going to burn him out or wear him down as easily. That's just my opinion. Now, Harris isn't there. It's a a coin toss-up between Travis at the end and then the tackle. But I think this is a a tackle-rich draft, and I think you can get a pretty good tackle on the second round, assuming you get Harris on the first. Well, Harris may not be around, or if he is, if they do that, then, you know, I still think you can get good quality offensive linemen in rounds two, three, and they proved, you know, last year with Dotson in round four even you can get it. So regardless, I think three of their first four picks will be designed to address their running game, and it should be because that's the biggest problem moving forward with this team. Do they have some shoes to fill on defense? Yes, they do. Um, but, you know, they're not going to sign Bud Dupree only because Bud is going to go, look, he's open market, uh, uh, you know, and they, they – now, franchise tag, if you want to do that again, you know, you can do that I again. So. No, but I don't think – I think they're going to just – they like Highsmith a lot. I think they've drafted him with this reason. I thought they were encouraged with his play last year. I think he's going to be a good player. Uh, but, but you're going to have to find, you know, depth 
and depth's been a problem at corner, at linebacker. It is a problem, too, on a defensive line with guys who are getting up there in age. You know, you're going to have to figure out ways to bring in people who can help and can play. The one thing I think that's changed here, Counselor, is the fact that uh, players today can come in and play right off the bat. They used to have to wait a year or two. Not anymore. They're thrown in. Their expectations are when you get a chance, you better be able to play. Well, I think if they get a tackle on the second round, obviously they get a tackle on the first round, they're coming in and playing. I mean, I, I can't see, oh, you will take. You can take a year to learn the tackle position. Maybe that's true in the old days, not now. If I spend a first or second round pick on a tackle, you're starting unless you are totally, we miss totally on that that pick, you know? Yeah, I got you. Thanks for the call, too. We really do appreciate sure. it. 412-928-9370. Let's move along. We got Brad who joins us right now. Hey, Brad, what's going on? Hey, Bob. Thanks for taking the call. I'd like to talk, bring up uh, two individual players that could help the Steelers. Uh, obviously, they need to rebuild the offensive line and establish a new running game and running back squad. But they're also going to need a young tight end. And there's been speculation between Vance McDonald retiring and Eric Dropsy Ebron. Uh, there's speculation that David Njoku could be released by the Browns. And if you remember, he was a first-round draft pick, their second first-round draft pick the year they got Miles Garrett. I believe that you could get rid of Ebron's salary and bring in a younger player with less miles. And uh, I think that'd be a good fit for the Steelers. And secondly, before I get off so you can answer, with all the quarterback names that have been floating around the past few years and with it obviously going to be Ben's last year if he gets onto the field this year. I do believe uh, I do believe uh, the backup quarterback, I'm drawing a blank, um, Mason Amazing. Rudolph deserves the chance, but man, what about Josh Rosen still out there? And Josh <laughs> Rosen was a high number one draft pick for the Cardinals a few years ago who basically played for a bad Cardinals team and got tossed aside for Kyler Murray. Well, there are a lot of quarterbacks who haven't lived up to it, and the Steelers have one in Dwayne Haskins. With regard to David Njoku, I, I like that kid. I do. Uh, I think the Steelers are also in a situation based on what they can maneuver with this cap, and they've already saved a lot with a couple of retirements and uh, departures, and how they you know, restructure Ben's deal will also help. But they're going to they're gonna have a situation to go out and get some guys who are going to be cut from other teams. And there's never a problem to me when you have those opportunities. If you find one-year fixes that could help you, depending on whether or not that guy wants to agree to you know one or two-year kind of deal, some some players want a show-me deal. I'll, I'll sign one year and I'm going to show people I'm I'm still a good player. Those are available. So um, I think there's a lot of work to be done. And before you start figuring out where the Steelers are headed, because here we are just in February still, they still have a lot of months to to, to construct this team. When they go to training camp, we'll find out how this team will look. But uh, to me, it's got to be focused first on run game, offensive line. And that's where they have to start. All right, okay, Bob, thank thanks you. for taking the call. Yes, sir. Thank you for calling. I really do appreciate it. 412-928-9370 is the number. We also have been talking about um, a lot of things. One thing I wanted to get more into was Tiger Woods and whether or not, you know, you're in a situation where I, I don't know how and – Listen, it's never good to doubt Tiger Woods because he's come back from things that I don't think anyone thought would, you know, basically winning with a broken leg in 2008 against Rocco Mediate 
all these surgeries, um, all the infidelities, and then people counted him out. He came back. He had a very productive uh, decade of wins, including a Masters in 2019. However, this sounds to me like with all the things that have gone on, with uh, the rods and the staples and the uh, uh, pins and screws they're putting in his leg, the possibility they could have infection because he had some open wounds in there. Um, I, I don't know how he can come back from this. I really don't. Uh, you know, his his knees have been, you know, just years and years of torque on those knees with the kind of energy he put into his swing. It took a toll. He had knee surgeries, back surgeries, and now all of this. Plus, he's 45. But if anyone could do it, I guess he could. Uh, it's going to take a while, and I'll be anxious to see, you know, what this rehab and comeback looks like. And hopefully he's just going to be able to be a productive father more than anything else because that's the most important thing. He's lucky to be alive after that situation. And it's also a reminder to everyone out there, pay attention. I don't know what caused this. I don't know if he fell asleep, texting, whatever. It's tough out there on the roads, and you've got to make sure. And my big question is, why is Tiger Woods even driving his own car? But apparently that's how he's done his whole life. He always drove himself for a lot of reasons, I'm sure, why. Um, but, you know, if I had that kind of money, I'd have someone drive me everywhere, I think. 412-928-9370 is the number to call. We're going to take a break. Got about 20 minutes more. Paul Alexander, top of the hour for you. He'll take your calls throughout the afternoon. This is the Bob Pompiani Show. It's live on Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan. All right, welcome back as we continue right here. Rounding third, heading home. Joey Cora's giving us the go sign. Interesting stuff about the Pirates, speaking of third base coaches. Um, you know, their first game is going to be tomorrow. I think you're going to hear that. Is that. I don't know if that's here on the fan or uh, KDK FM. Uh, Kale, where, where is that game? Do you know? It's the first. On both? Good. All right, well, you know, it's the first of. And I know it's going to be seven inning games. It, they could be shorter, um, you know, given this pandemic. There are a lot of different rules and regulations. But if you're out there, I'd like to hear from you uh, if you have a view on, you know, what you're expecting from this season with the Pirates. Because uh, my answer would be in two words, not much. But when you're in this situation, you know, you're certainly looking for guys to step up and develop quicker than maybe you expect it to happen. They need some of that. They haven't had anyone really do that from their draft picks, from their developmental team. Brian Hayes took a while to get up here, and maybe that was by design. Maybe the Pirates didn't want to rush him up. Whatever the case, finally he showed up. Now, I will caution you into saying that I think Brian Hayes is one of those guys who has a very, very limited amount of advice to make judgments because I think sometimes we're judging him to be an all-star already, and he has a long way to go. He's a good defensive player. You know, he gets the ball in play. He can go gap to gap. He has some power. But, again, limited amount of at-bats. We heard Clint Hurdle talk about this all the time in that, you know, the league will adjust, and they will make some adjustments based on what they've seen of him. You know, they, they brought in Frazier, Todd Frazier, to deal with Colin Moran. I think that's more just, hey, Hopefully he can do well, and at the trade deadline, we have an opportunity to move him. I wouldn't be at all surprised if they trade Todd Frazier and Colin Moran as this season wears on. I expected Will Gregg to, to get a chance somewhere in the last five years. Will Craig has been in their system for how long? Maybe this could be it. I don't know. But that's what I'm talking about. They need guys to jump up and all of a sudden become contributors. 412-928-9370. 
Again, a big thank you to PNC Bank for making the show possible. And number one, Cochran, ride in style and go one better with number one, Cochran. Let's go out to Charles in Chicago. Hello, Charles. What's up this week? How's it going, Bob? I hope uh, your weekend's going fantastic. Thanks. You too. So here's what I wanted to ask you about, uh, Ben, real quick. Uh, I I feel like at this point it's inevitable that they'll uh, work something out. I mean, of course, it's not a done deal yet. But I really feel like, too, Ben gets a lot of heat, too, uh, from the organization standpoint when you really look at it, Uh, not just from coming off elbow surgery, also the fact he's going to be 39 years old, but when this original cap projection was supposed to be as low as $175 million, and now it's barely slowly starting to rise, I think a lot of people are flipping out than usual. We already talked about him coming off the elbow surgery. But how much on a scale 1 to 10, depending how well he does in the season, if they do make a deep playoff run with him, it's not a Super Bowl, like say like the conference championship game, similar to like what Aaron Rodgers do. Do you think that will probably warrant where, like, so let's say maybe we could keep him around for another year past that, like a prove-it deal. And what would they do with a sign bonus? Would they take money out of a sign bonus, kind of like how they did with Antonio Brown, to kind of give him a little extra money as a base salary? That's all I want to say, Bob. I know you got to close out, but thank you very much for taking the call. I hope you enjoy the rest of your weekend, my man. All right. Charles, always appreciate the call from Chicago. What I expect is this will be a one-year kind of deal stretched out over three. Uh, I expect there to be a new, they're going to take, and this is typical of how they do business, they're going to take his signing bonus, which is $15 million. It's a roster bonus, actually, that's due in March. They'll convert that into, um, you know, a signing bonus, if not the entire amount, most of it, and then they'll spread that over three years. But I think the thinking is this may very well be his last season. Now, if he has intentions of playing longer, then that's another thing they have to deal with, but it won't be now. Uh, They'll worry about that later. For now, they're just trying to get through this year. And again, I still believe their best opportunity to be competitive this year is with him as their quarterback. They're going to have a lot of different... And listen, the fact that they have a guy like Dwayne Haskins on their roster shows you how many quarterbacks will be looking for opportunities who are not as good as you think. I, I think a lot of people get stuck. There are people who did not like Mason Rudolph at all, and yet these same people now all of a sudden want to give him the keys to the car. Um, you know, just because they don't like Ben. Well, listen, I understand part of that because you got to see what the guy can do on a regular basis. We have some idea, not a clear idea, but they're going to be quarterbacks that are always looking for work who might be able to be your short-term answer while you draft someone else. You don't need, and quite frankly, I wouldn't expect them to draft a quarterback this year unless some unexpected thing happens and they find a way to get somebody they really covet. But, but they won't do that. They may do that next year. They may have guys they can count on for a year as they wait to develop the next guy. There are a lot of possibilities, but those go down the road. I think they're trying to focus on this coming season, what they have, what their salary cap will allow them to do, and they believe Roethlisberger will be their best option. And again, people have short memories, and it changes abruptly. After 11 weeks, we were taking calls constantly here about MVP of the league. He should be. He won't get it, but he should be. He should be. He should be. Okay, and then all of a sudden it changed drastically. It wasn't because his arm fell off. It may have been because his arm was somewhat fatigued as the season went on and the amount of passes he was throwing because of the surgery. But I still believe with a full year of rest now, coming back to a training camp where he can work more with some of these younger guys and hopefully get an improved run game at his disposal, I think they 
have their best opportunity of competing in a very competitive division with him as their quarterback. There's no guarantee. I mean, if you're, if you're thinking they're going to win a championship, that's misguided. You could, all you can do is hope you get a chance to compete against it and do better than they have in the postseason, which they've been terrible uh, in these games. That's all you want to try to do. Uh, who knows how it's going to work out? Injuries can change. Again, it's difficult to win. They want to they have a chance to. And for them, their best chance is Ben Roethlisberger quarterback. And I understand it. It's not that difficult to understand. People want to just get rid of him so quickly. And again, a lot of people who did not want to give Mason Rudolph the opportunity were calling him terrible. Now all of a sudden have decided, well, he's, he's, he's the starter. He should be the starter. If the goal is to get a high draft pick the next year, that is not even guaranteed. You never know how things are going to work out in this league. I don't think you can actively play for it. In other words, just tank like Jacksonville, New York Jets, whatever the case. you got to be in a real bad position to do that. They're not in that position. I still think they have enough good players where they can be competitive. Can they win that division? Who knows? They won't be my favorite. I'm going to go with Cleveland as my favorite based on what I see so far. Now, when the rosters become absolutely more solidified, we'll, we'll take a look at what happens there. But that's all you can do, I think, at this point, right? Things can change. They can add more people than you think. They can get lucky in the draft. We'll find out. But it's going to be a very interesting offseason to watch, and I think that's how we'll do it. We have a lot of uh, coverage coming up on KDKA TV uh, all week long, as we always do. We have the number one Cochrane Sports Showdown tomorrow night at 1135. We hope you join us for that. A lot of good conversation there. And uh, every night we have on CW, it's the Sports Call. And again, just a reminder to you about the uh, – podcast that Andrew and I do next Friday. We already taped this conversation with Jim Rutherford, uh, and it seems to me that he's getting a little bit anxious down the road to have an opportunity. You can hear that full discussion Friday at noon. It will become available on anywhere you get your podcasts, including kdka.com and 937thefan.com. And that's going to do it for me today. Uh, Kale, I appreciate it. I know Paul Alexander's coming in. Paul EA, what's going on? If you're listening, say hello to you. And keep him company all day at 412-928-9370. Right now, it's time to take a look at the fan weather, which is brought to you by Sun Chevrolet Route 19 in the South Hills. Get a great deal on a new or pre-owned vehicle at sunchevy.com. Today, we got a morning shower, uh, otherwise cloudy most of the day, but a warm temperature of 56. Get rid of all that snow and ice. Tonight, 39-year low. Tomorrow, periods of rain, and it's a 100% chance. It looks like high of 56, but then a lot of sun in the upcoming week. So I wish you well. Thank you for joining me here on this program. Thanks to Nate. Thanks to Kale. Thanks to you to call. We do appreciate the uh, back and forth. And I look forward to jumping on with uh, Cook and Joe on Monday at 10 until 2. That's going to do it. Have a great weekend, everyone. I'm Bob Pompiani, Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. 
spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.